0: Do you ever feel like you look around and everyone else just has it together? Like you look around and no one else feels the way that you do or is experiencing life the way that you are? Here on I Am Not a Robot, we get real. We are not robots. We have feelings and emotions and we deal with the real hard stuff. So, not a robot. welcome to I'm Not a Robot. Welcome to I'm Not a Robot podcast, where we look at different mental illnesses and just make it more okay to be human, human in this world where you feel like you sometimes just have to be a robot. Today, I am interviewing author Holden Caulfield um, about his book Catcher in the Rye with an emphasis on his disorder, skins, and just his experience in walking through what that means for him and his life. Um, so welcome Holden. I'm glad to have you here. Thanks really happy to be here Um, I'd just like to start with maybe a brief overview of what your book's about Can you tell our audience about the catcher in the rye? Well, uh, I, it
1: was back when I was a, a much younger kid and I had a lot of feelings And so I just thought that maybe I should take some of those feelings and uh, uh put them into a book and um you know, I didn't, I didn't want to grow up, and I didn't know what I was doing, and I just felt really strongly about it, and so um, I just wanted to put all the things down so everyone could know how, how I was feeling.
0: Thanks, yeah. So before your book I'd never actually heard of the disorder Robotchkins, but I found it really fascinating. And I think a lot of teens especially could really relate to some of the things that you experienced. Could you explain some of the symptoms of Robotchkins to our viewers? Well, um, I don't I don't agree with all the symptoms of Robotchkins, but uh
1: according to my doctors, they say that uh a person who has Robotchkins does not have legitimate feelings but tries very hard to, uh, convey that they have feelings, but, uh, but I can guarantee you my feelings are real. They're, they're really real. Um, so that's, that's one of the symptoms. I don't have that symptom, but, um, you know, something to do with feelings. Uh, they also have the, an obsession with the color red. They are very, very afraid of growing up, which, you know, I, I can admit that I, uh, was afraid to grow up so that, you know, that one's like legit, whatever. Um, and they also have, uh, they're, they're fascinated with, um, um, Oh, what's the mammal? Uh, ducks. Are, they're
0: fascinated by ducks. Thanks. Awesome. Um, so, Holden, where I'd like to kind of start is just maybe walking us through your experiences in the books um, in regards to, or in relation to these symptoms that you were talking about. So, is there any example, maybe just to make more clear for our readers, um, an example of when you were struggling with these legitimate feelings you were talking about? Sure. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess uh, when I wrote the book, i I made sure to include a lot of um uh, you know metaphors because uh, metaphors show a lot of feelings. and uh, one of those metaphors was uh, crossing streets. and crossing streets was really um kind of just symbolic of me not wanting to grow up and me being afraid uh, because I wasn't sure what was going on on the other side. and so uh, that was something that that I think really uh, you know with with
0: my. Robochkins is a uh, very apparent in uh, in my book. Yeah, I agree, and I think a lot of teens, you know, struggle with these feelings and not knowing what to do with them. And I just think your book was a really great dis- depiction of that real struggle of all the inner turmoil and not knowing what's real and what's not. Um, and I feel like some of that also kind of manifested externally, right? You had this fan. Fascination with the ducks and the ponds and where they went. Um, can you speak maybe to what that was about a little bit and how that relates to your disorder? S- similarly, ducks—you know—ducks don't
1: cross streets and um, instead they they migrate. And uh, I guess in the same way, I had that fear of migrating. You know, where was I supposed to go after I left Pen- Pensy? And uh, so I just—I think that also had to do with growing up and. Um, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not obsessed with ducks or anything, but but I guess you could say I'm fascinated with them because I do. I do wonder, you know, how do they know where to go and and uh, and things like that.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Holden. So, just it's been a couple of years now since you've experienced um, all of this stuff in New York and that turmoil. And I guess I just want to know, kind of, what's your life like now? How how have you been doing? Are you still out in LA? What's kind of going on with um, you? Nowadays.
1: Well, uh, I'm a uh refrigerator salesman. I'm fascinated by uh machines, robotic uh machines. And uh so I sell refrigerators. I got a steady income. Uh still uh still hate, you know, the hotshots and uh the big wigs, but uh I'm, uh I'm making my way up in the world. But uh, you know, I put in the hard work and uh not being skeezy or anything like that. So um yeah, sometimes I uh I go check in with my friends that I made at the uh the place that I came to kind of, you know, hang out and cool off after I left New York. Um, But uh,
0: yeah, I'm doing doing pretty good. That's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, Speaking of kind of that ending, can you maybe speak to the ending of your book? It's kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Abrupt. And I guess your viewers or your readers might want to know, you know, why didn't you kind of tie it up in a bow or finish it? What do you think?
1: Well, uh, I I really think that life doesn't get tied up in a nice little bow. And um, I just, I felt very strongly that, you know, I didn't want to convey that life had a perfect ending. And I didn't know what my ending was. And maybe I was also a little afraid to put uh, an ending to it because I didn't know the answer and I didn't want to be wrong. So I just decided to end it that way and let people kind of decide for themselves, just like I'm deciding for myself.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I really like that. Just kind of your your story kept going. And I think that's inspiring in regards to or in reference to everything that you were really feeling and dealing with in that um, book. So I guess last question before we go off air is if you could just speak to our audience about your experience and maybe what you hope they have learned from this and from you so they don't have to experience things in the same way, what would that be?
1: I guess uh for those of you who uh may live with Robotchkins or may soon be diagnosed with Robotchkins, uh, or you know, who've just read my book and can relate to some of the things, I would hope that you know that you're not alone in your endeavors and uh it's okay to be uh different, it's okay to like ducks and the color red and
0: um everything's uh, gonna be okay someday. Awesome. Thanks, Holden. So grateful to have you here. I know that your book was super vulnerable, but even you coming and speaking out since then, just really, really brave. So I just want to say thank you. And um, that's all for today, you guys, on I Am Not a Robot. Please tune in next time when we interview Jay Gatsby from The Great Gatsby.